Kevin Durant at, at his age and Booker are playing 44 plus minutes in game two and they only put up 87 points. I can shoot threes on that team. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to 100X. We're here live in Hinsdale, Illinois. I'm sitting next to Tony, the two-timer, <laughs> always late to the show, sharp. <laughs> Give me an intro. Uh, <laughs> I really <laughs> I really want to. Usually you uh, you steal spotlight on the intros. I got to ask you, though, why did you pronounce Hinsdale, Illinois, like we were from Kentucky? Hinsdale, <laughs> Illinois. Okay, no. so if somebody was going to do the Hinsdale, Illinois announcement at a, an event here in Hinsdale, okay. that's how they do it okay. in a tuxedo. Well, I want you to know, <laughs> this town's too classy for me. I don't belong here, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Oh, boy. Speaking of class, let's get into class, class, and more class, cousin. Why don't we talk about... Madison Square Garden. What a beautiful place. Beautiful people. Um, a great experience minus the Knicks loss. I, you, I felt it when I walked in. Oh, like, energy was high. I felt good, but I had that pit in my stomach, and I didn't bet the game. And Like, I bet tonight's game, and they're down three at half, but it's just awkward for me because I almost feel like I was bad luck. It's very, very very, uh, it, it's a very special place. I mean, in terms of you're walking into a place and- With so much history. The side setup says, and it, and it really hits you as you're walking in, uh, it says the greatest arena in the world. And, and, and that to me, like I got the chills from it. There was guys just all dappered up in blue suits outside, the greatest arena in the world. Uh, I could just feel the vibe. And honestly, we couldn't have got more lucky. We walked in this entrance, and who did we see right in front of us? I mean, we walked into the game with Spike Lee. I don't think, I'm going to be honest. In the elevator. I'm going to be honest. We're on the elevator. I'm not like a celebrity guy. Like, I don't like, right. I don't like, hey, Spike. You're yeah. like, I'm not that guy. So I just acted like he was a normal guy. We talked, and it was a great experience. But um, there. We're going to do a little New York, Chicago, rapid fire back and forth. We're going to start with sports teams. Do you think New York's better or worse? It's quick. It's yes, no. It's, it's, we got to go fast. New York better sports teams than Chicago? Yes. No. I'm going to say yes. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to say yes to that, my opinion. Fans and people. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, people, I'm going to go with Chicago. Fans, I'm going to go with New York. I'm going to say... From the interactions that I've had in New York, it's been nothing but incredible. And there's a lot of assholes here in Chicago. <laughs> so I'm going to take New York. Uh, I'm going to take New York on the people. Hey, we have really enjoyed the people in New York City, though. They've been amazing. Like, I don't know what the discussions are yeah. outside. For us personally, the New York vibes are fucking so strong. I we love you guys. Not one bad interaction so far. Um, stadiums. Collectively, uh, I'm going to go with New York. I'm going to say Chicago. Okay. Between the United Center. I think the United Center is better than Madison Square Garden. You do? I do. <sighs> I think it's easier to navigate. I think that it's, uh, well, one, it's bigger. Definitely it's easier, easier to, to navigate. navigate. It's like a simpler, beautiful scene in, in, in the United Center. At Madison Square Garden, there's a lot of things that they added because it's so old. They've added stuff through the years, and it just seems a lot like a, like a, like a collage my six-year-old would make. Yeah, it is a mystery. Um, and we have Wrigley mixture. Field. And I'm sorry, like Wrigley Field just... That's it what, trumps everything. That's what pushes it over the edge it for does, me. That for sure. Um, nightlife, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take, take the lead on this. 
it, this shouldn't even be a conversation. New York nightlife is going to always be better than Chicago. I'm not even going to comment because even post COVID, post COVID, I don't. It's not even a discussion. It used to be a discussion, but not anymore. Um, food overall. Oh, oh God. I think we got the best food in the United States. I do too. Collectively. I do too. Problem is, I don't think we've like lived in New York to say, what are the daily spots to go to? Right. We go to the, like the, oh, we got to go there. Right. You know, we don't go to like the, you know, you and I, when we went to Philly, we went to the mom and pop place. We had a night. Hey, how you doing? That was big time. I tried to pay someone 200 for a pizza. <laughs> they told me to go fuck yourself. Wait in line. I was shocked. Hey, shout out to that guy that bought our food in Philly. He's yeah, still agreed. the man. Um, Skyline. I struggle with this because New York's just so big. I don't think you can compare the two. Would you agree with that? No, I, I agree. When you're riding into Chicago, you just see one thing and one thing only. New York is so big, it's hard to kind of You don't even know in. where you're at at all times. Right. It's huge. Um, lifestyle, bah, stupid question. Pizza. I'm a deep, I'm a deep dish guy. Hey, I'm a thin, I'm a thin slice. I like it thin. But I like I'm, New York. I'm a New York style za. I'm, Throw a little extra grease on there. I'm, thin. Hey, None of those extra tomatoes on top. Call me white trash. I'm a big deep dish guy. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, game one versus the Heat and Knicks. Like I said, I think that the referees definitely helped the Heat um, win that game. I'm not saying it's all them. I think the Knicks played like shit. Um, they made they made some dumb fouls. I don't like uh, Toppin shooting the ball like a psychopath every time he touched it, but I think that was the game plan, so I'm not hating him for it. No. I think he's got a very bright future. I think if he gets to work with like a shooting coach like a Kyle Korver um, or Ray Allen and goes to work on his game, he could be a deadly force uh, with his size and athletic ability. Uh, what do you think about that game? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously you have the Randall injury. Uh, I think Vegas was playing with a lot of people there. Uh, the line went from four and a half. Uh, to four uh, with him being out. So that only that half a point there kind of uh, gave a, a misconception feel that the Knicks maybe had what it took to won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought there was some a ton of suspect calls. Yep. I also thought the environment, the stage, the lights were a little too bright and a little too big there was just for the so young Knicks team. many stars, guys. Yeah. I mean... I, I can go through the list of people there. I'll, I'll, I'll rattle off some real fast. You had Aaron Rodgers. You had um, his little minion, Alan Lazard, um, which I would want to <laughs> hang out with Aaron Rodgers if I'm Lazard too. Okay, don't get me wrong. All right, so Aaron Rodgers, uh, Lazard. Then you go down, you Chris go down the Rock. Go, go ahead, keep rocking. Keep uh, Jack Harlow. Spike Lee. Sp- <laughs> um, Roger Federer was there too. He's been to both games yep. now. One of the one of the stars from Shameless was there. Yeah, she's hot. Um, another another big time show uh, star. The forgive me. The one the one comedian guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just it was star studded. There were so many oh, people. Alex Rodriguez, Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were like, hey, and last but not least. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's such a joke that like when you go to the it, there's so many stars. I yep. think it's actually a little intimidating. It, <laughs> I like I, I I think the Knicks can't wait to go to Miami. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I think they just want to go to Miami and play basketball in Miami because there's so many stars staring at them. I think it gets gets stressful. Um, the game is at halftime right now. Um, if you were to ask me who wins game two prior to the game, I would have said Knicks in a blowout. They're down three at half. I just. I told everybody I'd, I'd double. I'd bet more on the Knicks. I double down. I double down. My wallet is looking thin. If the Knicks lose this game, um, I'm getting hurt, like hurt, hurt. Um, yeah. Listen, I think it's do or die 
in the next second half for this Knicks team. Yeah. I really do. You go down 0-2 at the Garden with a young team like that. You're heading back to Miami for two more. Uh, that's not going to be good, as we know uh, Miami can play well on their home floor. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys on this Miami team, it really struck me, uh, that are still there from years past, which have had tremendous success. Uh, so that's going to play a major role against some of these younger guys. Uh, but it is major that Julius Randle's back in the lineup tonight. I think they missed him immensely in the fourth quarter of okay. Last Agreed. game uh, in terms of rebounding, and then I think the Heat had a, a strong game plan to allow Obi Toppin to shoot the ball from three, as you mentioned, uh, eighteen points in his Down, last game. Downfall is Jalen Brunson is one for six in the first half in this game with only seven points. He's having just a rough series so far, and they're only down three. Yes. So realistically, that's not that bad of a sign because you're going to expect him to pick his game up in the second Here, between half between Mitchell Robinson. Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, they're three for 12. Yeah. 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 I think Josh Hart, while he's an amazing rebounder for his size and the position and an amazing defender. I don't want him to shoot the three. No, not shoot the three, but I would like to see him use some of his athleticism and attack the basket. I think he did that early in the game we were at. And then I, I stopped seeing that from him completely. We're going to talk a little baseball. The Tampa Bay Rays are still good. Um, I'm kind of shocked. I, I talked to every friend of mine that bets baseball. You look at their lineup. It, I mean, it's good, but it's not the lineup that you're like, oh, shit. Like, I got to face them. Um, and this team just keeps slapping you. The White Sox did give them their uh, second. That's, they were on the road when they lost that game. Um, it's okay. Marco watches sports every day, all day for your enjoyment. <laughs> Why so don't you explain that ball. game as we kind of watch it through our own lens the other day together? These cocksuckers <laughs> somehow um, scored like seven runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to win the game, but they blow every game. <laughs> this team's in the front every sixth inning between the seventh and ninth inning. These, I swear to God, I, I mean this when I say it. And Dan Judd, I hope you hear me. My friend Dan is also known as the Mush. I've talked about Mush Dan on the show multiple times. Dan could pitch on the Sox and probably do a better job than their relief pitching. Listen, I cannot, I cannot fathom watching this team play um, for one specific reason. I cannot believe an organization would put this much talent on a roster without focusing somewhat on pitching, middle relief, and closing. Uh, so I, I really can't. It's a frustrating team to watch. Uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm not really a Sox fan. Uh, I do see them turning the season around a little bit. Do I think the Rays are really that good? The Rays, to me... Uh, I don't think the Rays are that good. Me neither. They're truly the most unbelievable team on paper that I've ever seen But you know what? Start. If they play good team baseball, God bless them. I, I support that. Now, we're going to talk about a team that everybody thinks... Well, everybody looks at this team like they're 23-6, and six, but the Yankees are 15-15. and 15. Um, Are they in trouble? I'm going to go ahead and say... I don't think this team is very good. I think they're a good team. But I don't think they're very good. I agree. I think, again, it's a very high-powered offensive team. Uh, pitching lacks. I think no matter what, when you're looking in terms of baseball in October, pitching is the key. I, I agree with that. It's going to be interesting to see where, where they go. Now, let's talk about a team that nobody gave any credit to coming into the season. Not even me. I I, I, I bet the Pirates, but I don't think the Pirates were this good. They're leading the NL right now. Their best player is still out, hurt with a broken ankle. Um, can you believe that they're still winning games without O'Neal Cruz? So 
I can't believe so, so much that I actually scratched this team out of the NL Central when I placed my Chicago Cubs future back. Which isn't dead. I'm just saying currently. No, it isn't dead. The Cubs look great. Don't get me wrong. But I scratched this team off. I said, NL Central, Pirates, not worried about them. They're one of the teams. They'll be an absolute stepping stone for the Cubs. When I placed that bet, I cannot believe what the Pirates are doing. And I couldn't agree more. Uh, Their best player, Cruz, out. Looks like he's going to be out a while. Had a great rookie season last year on a team that struggled. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just can't believe where the Pirates are at right now. I agree. It's it's kind of chaotic. Um, uh, Lakers are facing the Warriors. Um, game one will be starting probably about an, in an hour and a half from now. Uh, <laughs> this is a hell of a game. I mean, who do you got in this series? I'll give you my prediction. You give me yours first. I think the Lakers are going to win this series. Wow, we're on the same page. I hate that. Um, uh, Lakers are like plus 140 to win the series. I like yeah, it. So do I. They're bigger. The athleticism's the same. Um, they're the bigger. Sh- the shooting is better by Golden State, but I think the defense will be better by the Lakers. So I'm, I'm taking the Lakers in this series. I feel very confident about it. I know it sounds uncomfortable, but I just like it. I mean, it's pretty much Steph and LeBron wash each other out. Yep. And then AD and Clay, I would say, wash each other out. I don't think so. You don't think so? You think AD's better than, like... I think so. Here's the deal. I think when you say AD is playing against the Warriors in this series... There's I, nobody that can guard. I think that's truly the guy that must shine in this series. He must prove why he's AD. He must go out there and get 15 rebounds and put 20 points up per night. Uh, because... He is going against Kayvon Looney, who isn't, you know... He's a great defender, good rebounder. He's a great defender, good rebounder. But when he comes out of the game... He's slow. Their size lacks, like... I mean, that's when when AD should be eating. Draymond Green's the five when he comes out. Right. Uh, You said one player to watch is going to be Anthony Davis. I think the one player to watch for the Lakers would be uh, Hachimura. Okay. uh, Rui Hachimura. Um, I think on the Warrior side... I think Wiggins is the is the key piece in this series. I think in order for them to win this series, he needs to average 18 points or more. So me personally, I, I think that Jordan Poole is the X factor in this series. Uh, I know that Jordan Poole has grown uh, deep in frustration with Draymond still being on the team. I know that that's what's going on within the organization and the locker room. Uh, The frustration has been transparent. Green's gone at the end of this year anyway. Correct. So Jordan Poole mentally is not in the right state right now. And I think off the bench uh, and when he plays that role, he has to be able to produce because the Lakers have shown lately that they have guys that are playing uncanny, uncharacteristic to their usual seasons. Uh, Guys like Hachimura are stepping up. They're playing in games that matter. Reeves playing better. Reeves. Uh, Vanderbilt must play well for the Lakers well, as, at the four. Do me a favor then. Predict the script. What What do you think the series goes? I saw you heard it. You, someone mentioned to me that you think it goes six. I think it goes six as well, and I have the Lakers winning four to two. But what do you have? I think it goes seven. Wow, you changed it. I'm changing it. Seven games. I'm thinking it goes seven. I think that in the seventh game, LeBron shows, uh, even at 38, why he is uh, ultimately, the second greatest player to ever play the game. I think he defeats Steph. My messed up uh, in this series. Lakers win the first game; they lose the second game. They win both home games. Then Golden I think State they gets, lose one game at home. Golden State gets one back. Uh, yeah, and then um, Lakers end it. Right. So that's my prediction. But hey, who knows? Um, 
NBA pick for Wednesday night, Celtics Sixers. Embiid is officially the MVP. Um, go ahead, take over. I don't want to get disrespectful because I really do like Joel Embiid, and I think he's one of the most talented athletes in the world at seven foot feet. He can shoot the ball, rebound, dunk. He could do it all. Uh, he can ball handle. Um, but I think the Joker is the MVP. I really do personally. I personally think they should have had co-MVPs this year together. You do. It's just so easy. They should have. <laughs> but you know what? I think that Embiid got it because Joker's gotten it already. He's gotten it two years in a row. And I think, honestly, that's what played a fact. Played a, played a role there. I agree. I just think, to me, the most valuable player, a guy like Jokic, who uh, scores on a nightly basis, obviously rebounds. Well, here, do you but think the assist that the Nuggets, is over almost 10. Could the Nuggets the go win in Boston without Jokic? No. Okay. They can't. So it's it's impossible. That's the question. Because last night, we're going to talk about it right now. um, Boston sports are in a terrible place. The Bruins lost a game seven (laughs) in overtime. The Celtics blew it last night uh, with a a Sixers uh, without Embiid. I don't know. I'm... You told me Boston was winning it all. It was done. It was the easiest bet in the world. You told me they were a winner. Talk to I me. did How do say you that feel? in the beginning of the season. I really did. You know what I love? When an underdog fucking beats up. And a guess what? Giant. I could not. I did say Boston in the beginning of the season that, that they should cakewalk to the finals and have an opportunity to win this year. If not this year, never. However, uh, I've realized something about Boston. Boston, when Robert Williams is not on the floor, uh-huh. they also struggle. Uh, Al, Al Horford's age is becoming an issue. I really think they need to look to replace him. He's a great guy, great person. Uh, I've met him many He's times some, personally. He hit some key threes in the Atlanta series. I could not agree more. But that's my whole point. That's in the first round. I think he's going to slow down more this round. By the next round, if they're able to make it, I see him slowing down some more. If they get into the finals, I do think that will rejuvenate him mm-hmm. as he's been looking to win that thing for a long time. That's when I look for him to play great. Uh, but right now, if Embiid enters the lineup, I do think he's going to struggle somewhat. I know that he may not be the matchup on him, uh, but I do look for them to kind of take advantage of that. And the other thing is James Harden uh, played like he was 2015 James Harden. Yeah, that was when I loved him. I mean, he just played amazing. Uh, Marcus Smart, who is known as a premier defender. Uh, He's a premier defender against guys not like that. He did not have an answer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, and he had a big shot. Big yeah. shot. Um, do you believe in uh, the Ewing theory? I never heard of this theory, but teams step up when a star player goes down. I believe in that. I don't. You don't. I just think they're professional think they athletes. Just... They just do your job. Yeah. I mean, look at right now. Um the Heat are just doing their job, and they're up currently six. They're up, yeah, they're up six on the Knicks. The Heat typically just do their job every year, though. It's crazy. It's crazy. The Heat to me. typically don't lean on Jimmy Butler as their superstar as much as other teams lean on their superstar. The Heat have the ability, though, to hit a lot of shots. They do. They have a lot of shot makers. They do. They do. They do. Um, we got a picture of Harden's outfit here. Talk yeah. to me. Uh, that outfit is, like I said last night, you show up to the arena in that outfit, cousin, you must put 45 up. You must do something spectacular. Uh, you must be the guy that's going to fucking take the last shot of the game and hit it. Because uh, when Embiid's out and you show up like that, you're looking to be the star. I got, <laughs> I've got, 
I'd say I've got big fashion balls. I do things that other people don't do. Um, that outfit I could not pull off if I got paid a hundred grand. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I think you need to be at least six five to wear that outfit. Hundred, you see the legs on this thing? I, I look at me. I'd be swimming. I'd, I would look like my six year old wearing my clothes in that thing. Honestly, um, how much do you think that bad boy costs? I bet you that things are pretty penny because those jeans right there. I bet you those are at least a Gino. Those got to be more than a Gino. That's what I'm saying. There's so much fabric. They're, there. they're minimum a Gino. So I'm gonna say that outfit goes hard. Uh, that zip up is probably, believe it or not, it's probably about five dimes. I'm going to say that outfit. Uh, 10 you know, G. Yeah. I'm going to say 10 G. I'm going to say 10. 10 G. Would Somewhere you, between eight I and got 10. a question for you. Would you wear this outfit if everybody knew it was $10,000? That's the question for you. <laughs> um, we're going to continue to move on here. Um, where's your Where's your head at on this series? Well, listen, my head is in a much different place. I looked for Boston to get the leg up yesterday, knowing that Embiid was out, and they failed to do so. Now, with that being said, uh, listen, they're going to be at home again. They're going to be down a game. I do think they're going to win the next game. Um, I think Boston's fate is going to rely on how they play on the road in this series. That's fair. I really do. That's really fair. I think that's a tough place to play. I think that team has a ton of momentum. I think Tyrese Maxey adds an unbelievable uh, element to that team. You've seen him step up big in certain points of the game yesterday. I think they have to perform on the road. Someone's asking me for a lean. I don't have a lean on this series. I'm hoping that the Sixers win it because I'm actually, I'm hoping that it's Knicks versus Sixers because I feel like that matchup uh, plays well. To my to the team that I have my money on, so that that would be my lean, but it's not so much of a lean; it's more of like a hope. Um, what is who do you think this series means more to Embiid or to um, Tatum? That's a tough one for me. You know it that that is a tough one. Um, I'll go first if you want. Yeah, go first. I think it means more to Embiid. Okay, why? I think Tatum just gets so much recognition and notoriety for being so great all the time. And I know Embiid just got named the MVP, but all year, you, all you heard was Tatum, 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 Tatum. Yeah. And how he's a, a before this game, um, before the Knicks game started, they talked about how Tatum and Brown are nuclear weapons on the, on offense. Nobody brought up Joel Embiid. Like this is the true, uh, like, um, you know, all-star MVP stepping stone for Joel Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. He must make a finals appearance. He must perform when he does make that appearance. I think just I knocking think this off is a major Boston, season for him. Knocking yeah. off Boston alone would give him that. Knock Boston off, and you're cruising in the next round. I truly do believe that if you knock Boston off. Yeah. Because you're you're like you talked about before the show, you're gaining a serious, serious amount of confidence if you're able to beat Boston. Yeah. Uh, then it's going to get hairy with the Knicks it, or Miami or Miami. Cause um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to track this game, but that's when go. I look for a guy like Joel Embiid MVP to show his worth. Yeah. The Knicks are down. I think four. Are you seeing four? I'm seeing four. So they, yeah. they are keeping it close the whole night though. It's just, disgusting. and they're not playing the best. They're playing. I mean, I, I think they would have played better against Butler tonight and no Jimmy Butler, which is going to immediately, if the, if the Knicks do win this game, you know what that's going to revert to for heat fans. 
Oh, Jimmy wasn't in. Jimmy wasn't in. We still played him close. We were leading throughout almost the entirety of the game. You know how that goes. Uh, but listen, we've seen teams performing without their superstar in this in this and playoffs. They, they just hit another shot. They're up six again. The, the 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 live line, which I hate, is Knicks minus one fifty down six. It tells me that the Heat are trending very up, very very up. Okay, Nuggets Suns game three. Um, <laughs> the Nuggets are. Doing no one saw this coming. The Nuggets are doing exactly what I said was going to happen. Um, to, to the, I told you the Suns were trash. I'm standing behind it right now. They've got no bench. That's why I was joking. I go, no one saw this coming. They got no bench. Hey, the, I feel terrible. Kevin Durant at, at his age. And Booker are playing 44 plus minutes in game two. And they only put up 87 points. They're... I can shoot threes on that team. <laughs> oh, God. I, I hate that they played the Timberwolves first because everybody's fucking Pichelini got hard. <laughs> and The Pichelini got hard. We've been telling you for weeks, maybe months, there's no bench. In fact, I knew the Suns were in trouble when the main focal point of last night's game before the game was that the Suns were having doubt about their small forward, uh, how do you pronounce his name? You want to pronounce it? Obakobi or Oga, whatever the fuck his name is. On who? Which team? The oh. Suns. Oh, um, yeah, whatever. Okay. Whatever. I know you're talking about. Basically, that guy? Yeah. It's... That was half the pregame thing is, are they going to put him in or Tori Craig? Well, Okogu, guess what? Okogu, Okogu. That guy was specifically the guy that we told you, whether it be him or Craig, would be kind of the weak spot in the playoffs, and then once the bench unravels, there's simply no one. We see Chris Paul go out yesterday with a groin injury, a groin hamstring injury, which, as you know, there is absolutely no timetable for that, uh, depending on how uh, severe that tweak is. I really think the Suns are in a bad spot right now, and the Nuggets have all the momentum in the world. I'm going to give you um, a, a bold take. I think the Suns lose this series. I guess it's not so bold. But I think they, they, I think the Suns split at home, so it'll be three one, and then they get slapped with a with a fourteen inch uh, Joker, just triple double, like hard, like eighteen twenty two twelve, like something awkward like that to just end the series. And that's a Joker fourteen inch for those at home. Joker fourteen inch triple double, like just where it just breaks your soul. Like he just has the ball, he scores <laughs> or kicks it for a shot, and they always hit it. It's just unbelievable. I love watching him play. Also, Bruce Brown is in Devin Booker's head. I promise. I see it. Like, I see it. Like, Booker's uncomfortable all the time. <laughs> and and what, if you don't know Bruce Brown, super athletic dude. He prides himself on playing D. Super athletic dude. Um, so I'm not saying that the series is over, but I do think it's kind of over. Um, but yeah. I'll, t I'll take my L there. If, I, if, the, if the Suns come out, somehow come back, I'll take the L. Um <sighs> We got a big week ahead of us, pal. Oh, God. We got such a big week. I mean, our week technically started today when you consider packing and whatnot. Uh, we're going to be down in Miami for the rest of the week. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be shooting episodes of BS with Jake Paul. I need my Claritin. <laughs> we're going to be at Game 3 Knicks Heat. We're going to be playing a little hoops tomorrow night. We're playing in the Celebrity Basketball Tournament. It must not be that big of a celebrities because they're letting two Z-listers in there. Hey. 
How about it? Yeah, We're looking to run around, have some um, fun. We get to meet the Cavender twins this weekend. Welcome um, them to the better yeah, family. I, I'm going to let them know. If they think they're the best basketball player on the on the team, you're not. We got a little heat. We got a little something coming tomorrow night. 2v2 versus them. We got to ah, We'll talk we about it. We'll that. get into we it. Stay tuned that. for that. You don't want to miss the 100X Club versus the Cavender twins. That would be a Duh. fun ep- That would be a fun episode. And I know all you all you losers would take the girls because you think they're pretty. <laughs> I know you wouldn't take us two Italians from Chicago. You take the two nice looking broads, huh? <laughs> I see you. Hey, Maron. Yeah. You're the same guy. Have t- some respect. You're the same guy's taking Derek when he weighs in at a buck thirty. I could fucking get up. Hey, Derek called me yesterday. He said I gained seven pounds. I said, Good luck. You're still trailing about forty five from the kid. Uh <laughs> truthfully, fifty five. I'm one eighty five right now. I'm 185 pounds. I, I will I will try to lose weight, but it's not gonna work. I, I, I'm 34. It's just done. Like here's where I'm at. It's over. Uh, I'll do what I can though. Um, again, um, I really want people to know with NBA playoffs here. I feel as if that I bet too much tonight. And if I saying if I'm saying that I bet too much tonight, you might be in a position where you might think you bet too much tonight. I'm all about healthy gambling. I want gambling to be around forever. So only bet what you can afford to lose. I want you to treat this as it. I want you to treat this as if, Hey babe, are we going to go to the movies tonight? No, there's a free hundred bucks for you to gamble with because the movies were going to cost you a hundred, the, sh- the, the tickets, the drinks, the, the, the concessions, the everything. So bet smart. Tone and I want to do this for a long time. Don't mess it up for us. <laughs> be smart. Yeah, guys, uh, gamble responsibly. I know the uh, playoffs are kind of in full gear right now. Uh, Could definitely add some pressure to your nightly wager. Make sure that you're always wagering uh, with money that you can afford and do have. Uh, For myself, Tony Sharp, for my Uncle Hollywood here. Tycho, we love you, uh, (laughs) even though you're the shortest guy on the better team. Good night. be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline Network at 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org for confidential help.